tuned into The Last Call <laughs> on the SNA Live podcast. And we're back for The Last Call. And for this particular Last Call, we have two topics for you, plus our, our uh, What You Rocking With segment. Uh, but for our Last Call, as is tradition, we got to pour it up. Yes, yes, yes. Even though we have a little bit in the glass, got to double down on that little bit. Last yes, call for everyone, especially if you're at home listening to us. Yes, sir. Don't do that if you're driving in a car. SNA Live Podcast does not support anyone drinking and driving. Should be chilling in your crib, chilling in the lounge, something. Like, just do not be driving out there. Oh, my bad. 5-0 will pull you over. Yeah. And can't say that we're the ones that told you to have the last call with us. You will get locked up. Cheers, fellas. Salute. Cheers. Salute. All right, man. We're here for the last call, and Lord knows we are going to need this drink. Yes, sir. Don't drink and drive, or you will be calling me. <laughs> Martindale Associates. Facts. And I'm not giving you a discount. <laughs> no. No. Even if you are a premier member. Yeah. <laughs> First member Yeah the first First the premiere So Our first topic For last call Strippers Let's get it in Booty pop it pop it Booty 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 pop Booty booty pop Booty booty pop Pump So Shout out to Tony Baker Booty pop I didn't so, even buy that ringtone, actually. Yeah, I want it. You did? Yeah. See? Yeah, yeah. Big shout out. Listen, anyone no. listening, whoever never heard of Tony Baker, man, you must pull up your IG. Definitely. Tony Baker. Funniest dude, dude on Instagram. The funniest dude who hasn't had a big break yet. Yo. I don't understand why so, he has not been in a, mo- a big come. movie. Soon come. Don't let that shit happen with us, man. I would gladly fund something for that guy, yeah, man. Okay. That guy's hilarious. But yeah. Talking about the booty pop pump, booty booty pop pump. So, Cardi B... Is probably right now the most famous of former strippers, at least, because before her it was Trina. Amber Rose. No, Amber Rose. Yeah, Amber Rose. Okay. Amber Rose was. Amber Rose. Was. No, I'm saying Trina is the original. If you think about it, hip hop. Trina was the original. I didn't know Trina was a stripper. Yeah, yeah hell yeah, yeah bro. Miami. Yeah. Hell yeah. Wow. Trina was a stripper, bro. Yeah, man. That's where um, Trina was a stripper. That's where, uh, what's his name? That's where you met her. Trick Daddy, yeah, Trick Daddy, strip, strip club. Say yeah. words. Yes, sir. How did I not know this? Yeah, I'm the baddest bitch. Yeah, she wow. was a stripper. That's crazy. All right, so you learn something new every day. So I did not know that. Okay. So once again, as far as right now, Cardi is probably the most famous one. She just won a Grammy. BX, baby. BX. Yeah, BX, yeah, BX Burrow. BX today's shout out, Cardi B. No shame, no shame. I fucks with her because she's like every chick I ever grew up with. Yeah, exactly. man. Yo, exactly. she's like... Every time I see her, I'm like, yo, that's such and such. That's such and such. Like, I, she's, she's so BX. I, fuck, I fucks with her hard. So... I'm just gonna say two words to start off this topic. You ready? Yeah. Actually, three. Sue's motherfucking rendezvous. Oh God! I don't know if we have enough time in this segment. Listen, I will say this, man. We're from the era of Sue's in his prime. Like I know when we was in the the Sue's mode. We were part of the original crew, like Remy Martin had said in her song. We we don't we don't stop. What is it? We, we don't. And the, uh, the, the bouncers don't check us at the door. Yeah, walk we around the metal detectors. Yeah. That was our crew, notoriously in Sue's Rendezvous. Sure. So for those that don't know, Sue's Rendezvous was one of the most popular 
strip club. It was like the Black Diamond before, yeah. you know, all these yeah. King of Hearts. It was it was that strip club before. So, contrary to popular belief, it wasn't in the city. It was actually in Mount Vernon, and dudes would come up from wherever. Ball players, about, yeah. I mean, everybody Actors, who came to New Wall, York, Wall Street, everything. Everyone everybody. who came to NY knew they had to go to Sue's. Like you, you could be from Brooklyn, you could be in downtown Manhattan, the furthest point from uptown, and you, you could be from fucking Far Rockaway. It didn't matter. Sue's Rendezvous was that spot. Yes, yeah, sir. it was, man. So what? What? So just, just to clarify. Whatever, what year are we talking about? What years? So for us, because that was me and me and Rod. It's uh, early 2000. 99, 99 to, to 2001. A little further, maybe 02. Yeah. yeah. Like good, it was a good four year burn, maybe. Like, yeah, like two, like 99 through. Spent a lot of money. A man. lot of bread. When you was think about spent it now, you're like, gosh, damn. So, so the, th- the thing about Sue's for me, for me was it, it wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't just like a strip club where you just sit down and just. Women stripping and you throw money and that was just it. And his music playing. It was a party. It was a movie. It was like what yeah. we do here. Yeah. Just you know. Definitely. Little PG. Yeah, we I'm, do a PG version. Yeah. It's an ass. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. It, it's. It was just like you. You walked in, and the party was just going, and you just felt just amazing. Now, after a while, it died down, and. It, it took a little while for it to die. Hold on, it, took, it had a great run. It took years, yeah. like a long time. Yeah, it had a great run. Um, but just, I just remember being there on so many nights where it was just such a, ch- and it was just engaging. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it was just like the strippers was cool with you. You were cool with the bartender. Yeah. The bartender was cool with you. You doing shots with the bartender. It was just not granted. You want like 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 said, kind like I said, a lot of dough was spent. Oh yeah. A lot yeah, of dough, bro. Because it was, it was out for your pockets, best and believe. If, if you're not from New York, a lot of these these girls that was in the, in the videos, a lot of them came from suits. Yo, real talk, man. Actually, a majority of them during that yeah. time frame was always in videos. Yeah. And, you know, China. Shout out to China. China. Corona. Corona was good. Corona in, was, oh, God. India. India. And there's a couple other girls, man. The, the thing, though, that makes it a little bit easier is that when you know the owner of the spot, and then you know the strippers themselves, like on a personal level, mm-hmm. your experience there is so different. Yeah. Because the girls go out of their way to fraternize with you. Yeah, show you love. Show you love. And then other dudes that don't know, like, who the fuck is these dudes? But that's what started a lot of the problems <laughs> that's what started in Sue's, the problems that when that you had people outside. who had yeah. these uh, the connections and stuff. The motherfuckers be hating. Yo, bro, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad there. The times we were there was bad. Mm-hmm. Because, like Lee said, like, uh, for the uh, Malachi had made a mention before about a lot of bread being spent. It's not necessarily always on the women. Like we were during the era where we was popping bottles, so yes, dudes is in there. You know, like fuck. You know, it used to bother me when Baby Back used to buy a bottle of Beringers. It was like White Ziffendale, a bottle that we can pay ten dollars for in the liquor store. That shit was like hundred and twenty there. And he was ball, he's balling with the wine, yo. Time out, time out, time the fuck yes. out. Yes, he did. He used to buy it. Who in the fuck is up at the strip club talking about yo? I got that Ziffendale, son. Yo, I don't know, man. But they sold them shits like crack. Yo, pass me that glass. We don't want you want to top this off. You know, you know what it was I'm too. I'm, it was I'm on my Ziffendale shit right now. <laughs> you had yeah, you had two chicks back in the day. You had the chick who drank henny, mm. and then you did have the chick who drank wine. So you know what I mean? Like true, true. Most of them was henny. A lot of them were henny. 
I drank a lot of Henny in Sue's Rendezvous. I'm, I drank a lot of Henny off of strippers in Sue's Rendezvous. <laughs> I'm like, right now, I'm just sitting here flashbacks. Like, you remember that night? We went in there about 15 deep. And we had literally about 30 or 35 bottles in there. That's my point. Yo, like, the stacks that would drop there. It was insane. To the point where we had to drop everybody off. The next morning, we called. Every single person threw up. Because we were literally just... Alizé, freaking Hennessy, uh, freaking uh, Vodka, Moet, Moet. Vodka. You brought it back with the Alizé. Alizé. Yeah, that was the era, though, That man. was the era, yeah. Dude, you're drinking Incredible Hoax. Incredible Hoax, yeah. Which y'all know Imagine about Imagine mixing four of those different freaking lips. For, yeah, no, for, for, for the youngins listening, which y'all know about that red passion. <laughs> yeah, facts. I think that's the only time in my life I ever threw up from drinking. It was that night. Yeah? Yeah, man. That was, whew, that was epic, man. Sousa was a, a great place And then You was talking about like How you, when you walked in Not only was it like Just It was a movie And everybody You seeing Like you're walking by Celebrities Like freaking Tracy Morgan But for us though I was rappers. just about to say fact, yo, I'm there. tight at Tracy Cause yeah. I'm watching this dude On TV And he outside Trying to bump a cigarette For me at the time I remember telling him Tell yeah. me yo bro I watch you How are you asking me For fucking cigarettes <laughs> Oh you know what I'm saying I ran out you Come know? on man Give me yeah, yeah, He's like, he's like Alright whatever I'm about to get somebody Pregnant tonight <laughs> <laughs> Shout yo, out Tracy like, That's, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, man Facts man And there was a lot of dudes I mean I seen yeah. dude, I seen a lot of characters From SNL there Yeah yeah they definitely. I saw Keenan there a word. I saw Keenan at Seuss. <laughs> Say word. I saw Keenan at Seuss. I actually had a conversation with him because he was looking a little uncomfortable in there. Yeah, you know what I mean? I was doing a walk by from the bathroom, which I used to love the bathroom because it was always next to the locker room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it was. You do a little peek in there, like, hey, hey, hey. Yo, okay, who's up next? Spreewell, uh, Marbury. Yeah, there was always Iverson celebrities to come up in there. Yeah. All types of people on there. That was a good time. But strippers, listen, man. Good times. Yeah, great times. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it really was, man. So is it just me or now at this age, you know, being over 40, it's not the same anymore? Like if I like so I've maybe been to a strip club maybe five or six times since I've been married. And and for the most part, it was always because like for a bachelor party or a freaking birthday party. It's not the same anymore. It's like it makes you think like, what the fuck was wrong with me? Why was I in here spending my whole all my money in here? I guess now you got responsibilities and shit. You got kids. You I, think about you just throwing freaking stacks of money at somebody. But. I, I think it's that, and I think it's just the maturity of like this is just I've been there and done that. You know what I mean? But at that time, we used to see people our age in there fucking spending money. I mean, now yeah. we were young. We were you know 21, 22, 23. Yeah, yeah. You would see those old dudes, 50, 60, sitting in there though for three hours just freaking spending money. Yo, like real talk, like not to judge anybody, but just for me personally in terms of like my like the. The initial emotion that pops up, that shit looks sad to me. It does, yeah, yeah. You're because, referring to like an old dude, an old dude, yeah. but like sitting in there for hours, dude. Like just sitting by himself, and, and by like yourself, a, yeah, like just by yourself with like a trench coat on. You know what I'm saying? Like just looking real, like. Well, I'll say this, man. <clears throat> Coming to Jersey and going down south fucked me up with strip clubs oh. because, like, to touch on that even more, what you said, that old dude. Out in Jersey and in and down south, they're, they're able to bring in a fucking cooler. So you got the guys in there with drinking Coors Lights out of a cooler, <laughs> sitting like, like he's right, like he's tailgating at the game. That's when it gets pathetic to me. But listen, everyone goes to these places for their outlets, and you know it is what it is, man. I mean, I think I think everything is. You go out to eat Why? Because you're hungry Yeah You go out to a club Why? Because you want to go out And dance and have a good time yeah. I think everything Goes lock and step With whatever the mood is With you mm. If you find your way Into a strip club Obviously you're going there For whatever The experience of a strip club is Yeah Yeah you I guess I, mean? I guess I mean but at the end of the day Realistically 
I'm, I'll talk for myself. I just, I think it's really weird being the guy to go in there standing against the wall, looking like a prude. Mm. Like, you shouldn't have just come in here at all. You know what I mean? Because, like, that feeling rubs off on other people and it feels very judgmental. Because you look like a stalker, yo. That's my point. And it's, like, weird. And, like, uh, it looks like when they leave, you're going to follow them and be like, hey, I really enjoyed your show. <laughs> So you told me I was the most handsome guy you've ever seen before. <laughs> yeah, baby, I was just, you know, just saying that. It's just the part of the gig. No, but, I mean, I, 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 I really like you. I felt that. I th- I'm in love with you. Can I take you out to eat, please? That hit me. That hit me in a special space. <laughs> Dude, they, those Get women, out of here, loser. Go that way. Go that way. It's a game. Like not you again. Yeah, it's a game. Now, but listen though, I loser. will say this. I will say this. I will say this. This could be all for personal experience. I've had great experiences with strippers, where it isn't just that. Sometimes some of the strippers either they knew you or they really did yeah. dig you a little bit. Yeah. Your dance and your experience with them was a lot different than. Yeah, yo. Sometimes I'd be up in there and have like legit conversations. Yeah, yeah. They're just on some like chill shit. You know what I mean? Because my thing is like, look, if you're the type of dude that doesn't get women in general, then your experience in a strip club is different because you're looking at it like you're watching a movie. Like you're sitting down and it's like they're on a screen. But if you're like cool with you know women and they can engage and, and rap with them or whatever. It's a real chill situation You know they're, they're people At the end of the day You know what I mean No they are man But it's funny You said that about How guys see things different So I got a quick story for you Yeah We had a dude That we were working with At the time When I worked at Con Ed He was an older guy than us And it took him a long time To finally pass his A license So His wife Was very Very Like lockdownish On him Like he had to call When he went out for lunch Type shit It was pathetic watching It really was Lunch at work? Yes Like when we went out it was yet to, That was his time to call And be like Hey you know baby Everything is okay We're going out to get some sandwiches I'm with such and such And such and such. we'd be sitting there Like yo bro really? Wow. Like she knows all our names Like really? Like wow. you got to tell everything that's So Tell this, them what you eat this, Yo for real It was dead ass And anyone who's listening to this That's worked with me And knows exactly who I'm talking about They're laughing right now Now <laughs> This guy finally passed We're talking about you Fred no. Yeah <laughs> Joe I'll give you his first name Joe So listen We ended up taking him to um, Shit man What's the joint over there Over by 61st Street Bridge Scandal Scandal Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. We went there Right after school After after we passed our test And he passed finally We took him there This is like 5 in the afternoon Now he had a grace period Because he lied to his wife Saying that we were going out To eat dinner What he didn't know Is that we already pre-planned To have Two of the baddest strippers in there lap dance him for 20, so 20 minutes straight. Nice. He paid for it. <laughs> and they took him, it was just them three. Yo, when I tell you that my man came out with his hair popped up, his shirt ripped. Now, this was the funny part. It was time for him to go home. He had glitter and perfume all over him. Do you know the panic that went through this guy? No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you the level some people go through. My man went outside, threw on some old coveralls, and actually dipped his hands in muddy water that was like pooled, and put it all oh, over like himself. On the street? Yes. Oh. Yo, we're really, and now we're drunk too. We're like, dude, yo, this is what it's come to. So some people have to live that type of lifestyle. But listen, that story there, I just had to say it because this guy came out, and you could tell that it was the best experience he ever had in his life. Here's another thing. I know, I know one of you guys do it. Don't freaking lie to me. You ever did the Yo why are you in here You're so beautiful <laughs> I think you get there At that one point in time When you drinking Yo you're so beautiful Why are you doing this 
can show you a better life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was with you into Yo, the, I can show you a better life. No, that was, that was out there. That was, that was the extra step, man. No, not that Yo, part. Why are you here? So, you, how you ended up here? Yo, like, what's, 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 your, what's your story? But, you know? yeah, how like, fucked up that like, sounds? Like, Yo, how'd, how'd your fucked up life get to this fucked up place? <laughs> That's really what it sounds like. What happened in your life that you ended up here? And listen, shout out to the strippers, though. A lot of them, no. they, they were doing that to go through college. Yo, you know, through, some of these girls, most of these girls were hustlers, man. Definitely, definitely. So I remember being in college and everybody remembers, well not everybody, but for the most part, people remember the, the, the movie um, Players Club. Oh, yeah. So That's a cult classic. Diamond, hell yeah. Diamond. Oh, so Lisa so Ray love you, Lisa. Was, the, was a star and she was stripping to pay her way through college. So I want to say that movie came out like in 97, 98, somewhere around there. Somewhere around. Uh, yeah, you're not far from Maybe. it. It's yeah. got to be around that day. Because I remember being in college and I remember... How, so I, I was always working in college, right? So I didn't have a scholarship or nothing like that. So I was, you know, just trying to make money to, you know, put some money in my pockets to eat. So I remember distinctly, one of the jobs I had was I was working the front desk for the dorm, and I remember there would be this group of girls. There was about two or three of them, and they would always come in like around two, three o'clock in the morning with these little suitcases, and I'm like, the "Fuck, where y'all coming from? Like, this what's going on?" And then somebody put me on the game. They was like, "Yo." They work at the strip club, right? And I was like, say word. And one of them was, I was like, yo, does anybody know what club they at? They're like, nah, they keeping it on the low, yo. They don't tell nobody. I'm like, oh man, like, yo. That shit was real. A lot of a lot of women, they you know, they were in a position where they're like, look, I don't have a rich daddy, I don't have a rich uncle that's putting me through school. I'm trying to stay in school by any means necessary because I know I can better my life by doing this. So I'm gonna go to the next city over. I was about to say, usually it's a town yeah, over they always, or a city they, they over. Leave, exactly. They drive a little while, yeah. you know, half an hour, 45 they won't minutes away. And they, you know, they did their thing. And like, like Malachi, like you said before, they were working, you know, because it, it is work. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, especially. And think about what they gotta go through, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, no, like, listen, sweaty, just nasty dudes, just. Oh, you talking, not, not, talking about not us, but you know, the, you know, those other dudes. Not talking about me. I'm talking about the mother lames. Just touching it's them. That's true, that though. Like you always see the weirdo at the spot. So they, I remember, like distinctly, it was this dude that I went to college with, and he told me this story, and I looked at him like the, the like you, you know me. I don't have a poker face. Mm-hmm. Like if you say something crazy to me, my face is gonna show. It. Mm-hmm. Brian over there laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know. Mm-hmm. So I remember this dude tells me. Yeah, you know, you go to the strip club or whatever. You know how I do. You know, I go there, sweatpants, no drawers. You know what I'm saying? So when I get my lap dance, I can really, like, feel everything. And I just was like, my dude, really? That's what we doing out here? Like, you ain't getting no play from no females that you got to go to the strip club with sweatpants and no drawers? To get off. To get, like, come on, my dude. I mean, you don't have to get off, obviously. Yeah. Like, i tell you something straight up, man. Throughout my my year, you know, it took a lot for a stripper to get a, 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 a rise out of me, so to say. Seriously, yeah. like I, because I didn't take that moment for what it was. I just engulfed in the admiration of the, the body at that moment. But yeah. like, I wasn't personally getting off. The dudes that did that, like that, that's a whole nother level of. Indi- they fell for the game, though. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, if 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 a dancer, but you're trying to it, you're trying to bust off to a dance. That's yeah, really yes. what you're doing. Yeah, man. which is pretty pathetic. Oh my god! But at the end of the day, like their job. Is to make you feel like you're a king. Exactly, that you are that dude 
and that she's so into you. If they're doing their job and you're kind of a lame, like let's be real. Because <laughs> if you know the game, look, I, I feel like there's three types of dudes that go to the strip club, right? There's the pervs that, like you said, stand on the wall and just like just ogle, like just like just looking, staring. They like, creep like, me the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, me too. Exactly. Me too. Then there's the dudes who are just there to have a good time. Then there's the dudes that just go to stunt. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, some like yeah. just that's a good breakdown. Yeah, that's definitely a good breakdown, right? There. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like spend all their money. So the the the, the 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 last two that I mentioned, they understand the game. The first dude, those are the ones I think that. Because those are the, the regulars that come back and are just like, hey, you know, or, or Shorty's like, you know, my rent's a little short this week, this <laughs> month. You know, my phone bill, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just having so much trouble with this phone bill. I got you. I got you. Hey, hold, 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 hold on. I got you. How much is your phone bill? It's 500. 500? Yeah, well, you know, actually, I, got, you know what, though? I got my sister. You know what, though? Actually, oh, though, well. that number was actually realistic back in the day. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm dead ass, yeah. bro. When they used yo, to charge you for like long distance calls, yo, cell phones were expensive back in the day, man. You'd have a general plan. Remember, you had to have. Remember, you had, remember when you used to have to wait to after nine o'clock to talk because your minutes were free. Yes, because if not, like you only had like two hundred minutes in a month. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying that at the end of the day, that that number is not really that far off for the time frame, at least when we grew up, because cell phone bills were expensive. So strippers are not only found at the strip club. Which y'all know about the hotel bachelor parties. Oh yeah, that old. So I remember one particular bachelor party. I had a great at. story with that actually too. So here at Smoking Ashes, Cigars and Haberdashery, 200 Wall Raven Drive, Teaneck, New Jersey, 0766, we have a pool table. Yes. And if you shoot pool, you know what a cue ball looks like. Yes. So I'll just put it out there that I was at a particular bachelor party. And this particular stripper Cue ball in the corner pocket Made the cue ball disappear Whoa oh, And I was Round of applause Yes please That's talent right there. Oh yeah And, <laughs> and, that's and when you See that shit In real life <laughs> you, You're not not that, not not that you're not Enjoying yourself But it's more amazement Of course it is That yo. you're sitting there like Wow Wow Where did that ball go <laughs> No, it's true though, man. It really is. I've seen some funny. What's your story? So, um, uh, <laughs> give me a second to try to reconfigure the. So I was gonna say real quick. We talked about Susie. I'm not gonna lie. My other spot was Golden Wing. Uh, wow, I it, forgot it, about that so, spot. So it, was, it was it was a little so trash. Malachi, it was a little trashier. We went but. there once together, a group of us. We had gone there. This had to be in the early 2000s as well. Okay. Yo, the golden lady was too thugged out. It was, it was, it was a step down from Susan. It was, it was a little, it was a trashy and hood. And you might down. get shot in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, you might. You get shot. might get shot, yeah. shot in the lap dance. <laughs> <laughs> you might catch a hot one. Yeah, don't don't touch a girl the wrong way. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild. Golden lady was. It was bad. Yeah, I know some dudes who had some stories. Not me, but um, I know some dudes. Who had some Speaking stories. of Bronx strip clubs, we can't forget about Sin City. No, well, I never got into Sin City. So I, I, I had gone I was, to I was, City. I was out of the stripper stage, you know, at that So point. I'll give you a quick story. I want one time. I'll right give you a quick story with this. Wow, we were working at Con Ed. We were young. They were about three years in. It was Halloween, right? We were working overnight. We were working in Mott Haven section. We were in charge of each other ourselves. There was nobody watching us. So we banged out the job. And we decided to pull off the construction worker gig as our costume. 
We took the company truck. <laughs> we parked it outside of Sin City. Yeah. We put the barricades out, the cones and everything, like we were on a job. Wow. And we went inside for three fucking hours. <laughs> And we went in there with our coveralls, hard hats, everything. We just blended in as some construction work. Mm, mm, mm. That was a good time. So it's our costume. What's the problem? Yeah, yeah. Halloween. Yeah, exactly. We get heavy into Halloween, yo. We just decided to dress horse. <laughs> <laughs> now, but Sin City, though, like, it was it was a crazy scene. Because once again, it was... So this was after they, they, the fall of of, of Suzrani. Yes, that was the yeah. that so was the next one. Sin City it was the next one. So you would bump into celebrities there too. Yeah. Yes, you would. It yeah. looked like Vegas. So they had that whole Vegas. Yeah, whole definitely. Vegas thing. But that That's why I didn't like shut it. Down That's so why I didn't much, like it. Man. It got shut down a lot. It was too commercial for me. That's why. Well, it got like. shut down because they was fucking dealing coke out of the yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There was yeah. a lot of shit going on there. Because I don't know if you remember Sin City. You had the grand room, and then there was another room off to the side that kind of looked like an alleyway that was just converted into a hangout room. And that's where a lot of the dirty shit would go down out wow. there. Yeah, yeah. But um, I almost got into a fight in, in Sin City. I remember um, there was these other dudes. I think they had like a bachelor party or something like that. But so I was in there probably like six, seven deep. No, matter of fact, I was there for a bachelor party. These other dudes, um, they like bumped into us and they kept bumping into us or whatever. They started talking shit. And it was like two or three of them. But that probably like the seven, most. seven or eight. But when we're around Mad Pussy. Why the fuck you want to fight me? I, I yo, I never understood that. Pumping to me all night. He's like, yo, bro, my, uh, you good. Don't like worry at, about at it. At the go, end go of party. the day, we're surrounded by beautiful women. Yeah, what are you, what are you mad about? What are you... Why first you of all, why are you even paying attention to me? Because like, yeah. you probably was getting the lap dance by the joint. He was eyeballing all night and he was tight. Why are you mad, son? We're going to talk about strip clubs in the Bronx, though. We can't forget to talk about the real dirty dirt. Oh, yeah, I know where you're going. That's the point. Guys, shout out to The Wedge. Nasty. Shout out to Harry's Triangle. Nasty. Even though your pants never come off, you might be there with STD. Yo. <laughs> Got another story over there, too. I had one of my young boys in there. He's in Harry's. He was working nights. White boy. Getting his, getting his little lap dance, right? He's super excited, obviously, because you'll understand the next stage of this uh, story. So he's super excited and Shorty decides to unbutton his pants. Thought he was gonna get lucky with like a little, you know, a little blessing. Oh, he got blessed alright, cause Shorty just slid her fucking little bottom to the side and just actually started humping him. Nah. No condom, no nothing. Oh, I got a story like that too. Yeah. No condom, no nothing. Mm-hmm. And ended up, AIDS. And, 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 <laughs> and then he was dumb because he was young. And kicked off, I guess, somewhere in the middle of his old fracas. He decided that it was wrong. Threw her off. Turned into a whole another thing. But only in those types of establishments can you find those types of stories happening. I, I got a story where this wasn't in New York. Same thing. Getting a lap dance. Just unzip it. Unzip. Boom. Pulled it out. And dude had a white tee on. She threw his white tee over it and then jumped on it. Like a chicken bag? Like a chicken bag, yeah. Like, oh, you're safe. Don't worry. Your t-shirt. And he sat there all time. <laughs> oh, so, so he was using a cotton condom. A cotton, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I'm not gonna say any names. You know who you are. I yeah. know. You know who, who you, you are. are. <laughs> Shout out TB. TB. <laughs> Love so, it. Wait. So, speaking about strip clubs that are not in New York and not in the Bronx, we got to talk about just real quick. This establishment that we recently frequented, where you want to talk about 
the saddest strip club that you've ever seen in your motherfucking life. First of all, let, let, let's preface that we didn't go there saying we let's go to a strip club. No, no, that, that we, wasn't the purpose. We were trying to find somewhere to smoke a cigar and we couldn't find anywhere. So we, we they lied to us. They lied to us. They, we didn't know. We, we didn't called know. them on the phone and said, "Look, we it's late. No spots are open except you guys. We're just looking for a spot to hang out, have a drink, and chill outside and smoke our cigars." They were like, "Oh yeah, come by. We have outdoor seating. We're like, Liars. Perfect. But in, in like looking back on it." Why would the fuck would a strip club have a have seating outside? Yeah. So if you were up here, there was a thing during COVID. They did have outdoor joint, yeah. but it's the winter. Ain't yeah. nobody out here. Yeah. So obviously this location had to be somewhere that wasn't. So essentially, we go in there. We ask about the outdoor seating. They're like, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we're like, fuck it. We drove out here. I guess we're going to stay for a little while. We'll talk about dudes who just went there to just stare. Yeah. It was... It was like fucking Loserville. Like I left out of there with less less self esteem. Like that's you lost a piece of yourself. Yeah, like that, 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 it rubbed off on me. Yeah, I'm no. sitting there like, yo, what? For, first of all, the chicks were not of the highest quality. No, not at all. Number one. Number two, there was this one. She was like seven feet. Now she was legit seven feet tall. But she was like six five with heels on, tatted up from top to bottom. Now the tats I didn't mind, but. And, and, and Malachi knows that I'm not really into the skinnier of the. Uh, and I'm not into tattoos, so. So, she was about a cool buck oh eight, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, what is what is going on? Like, what yeah. what happened to this night? We just were trying to get some cigars and a drink. <laughs> yeah, but down down in that region, it ain't about that. No. They're um those are the guys that go to the strip club for the buffet special yeah. during lunch. Yo, who was we just talking about? And they was like, "Yeah, I go to show. Yeah, for the wings. I, I go there for the wings, only for the wings." Yo, so yeah. first of all, right. wasn't a ball player? Lou, Lou Williams. Yeah, 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 Lou yeah. Williams. So first of all, I, I, look, I can only speak for myself. I think it's nasty as fuck to eat at a fucking strip club. I'm never, sorry, I've never had one meal. Bro, I've never eaten food of any sort, any kind. Ever. And the fact that they even have food to serve to me is gross as fuck. Exactly. Where's it all, coming from? Yeah, where Where's you your kitchen? Where when you we o- when we open this spot up. The health department was up our ass about the fact that we serve coffee and we're like, well, what's the, going on with the milk and this, that, and the other? And we're a fucking cigar lounge. So you mean to tell me you can have women up in the place fucking ass naked, sweating, and serving food is just not a problem? And motherfuckers just be up in there like, yo, the wings are slamming. The South, I love y'all, but y'all, y'all a little backwards. I, I can't yo, lie. but they got full-blown kitchens. So, yo, not for nothing, though, there was a strip club in Fort Lauderdale It's called The Lion's Den This spot was fucking dope It was for one A top five steakhouse In the, in the, in the, in the state at the time When you rolled up It had this Vegas feel They had like the spotlights outside And the big statues With like lions and shit yeah. You would you, know, you get your car parked You go inside Hostess will meet you up front Now their strip club was dope They had tables everywhere But then they had like Strip Um Dancing stages that connected to all the tables. So the girls would be able to dance and move themselves around your dinner table. You know what I mean? And make your way around. When you got there, they handed you three menus. They handed you a drink menu, they handed you a cigar menu, and they handed you a steak menu. Mm-hmm. You're there for the night. Yeah. You're comfortable. Yeah, you're 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 just you're there for the night. And like their full blown experience for me back then, that was that was dope. They 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 hit you with everything. Now on the flip side. Do you remember when we had gone down to Florida 
long time ago, Lee. Miami. Miami. We met up with Mondo. Yeah. And Mondo was like, yo, I got a spot for y'all. And he was overhyping it. Yeah. So our boy Mondo took us to this strip club underneath the highway. Like it was the version of Hunts Point. First of all, you can stop right there where you say it was under the highway. Bro. Because <laughs> you know who else is under the highway? The hobos. Hobos. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. So we go into the spot. Bro, I swear to you, from the fucking first 30 seconds, I knew this was a setup on Hannah's part because he was he did this on purpose. Mm. He took us to the most hood location possible. Shorty on stage had stab wounds yeah. and bullet wounds. Yeah. No, that, no, we seen like in the thighs. No, like you seen the yeah. markings, bro. The star, the scabs. The, we had, there was midget with midgets with little people with they gunshots. Like it was horrible. Pregnant. It was a pregnant girl. <laughs> All he's doing is fucking laughing the whole I, time. I got bills to pay. Nah, yo, it was crazy. Down south get crazy when it comes to the strip clubs, though, man. But I will say this though, I think Sue's will forever be cemented as one of the greatest ever. Yeah. Sin City uh, had its time, but the South they do get it popping as far as the strip clubs. They, they, they definitely, definitely do. do. They definitely do. They, 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 I mean, you said it before, Trina. Like she was mm. the, the first one to set this whole thing off in terms of, you know, taking that local notoriety and making it national. What's that Juicy J say? It ain't a strip club it ain't, it ain't showing pussy. pussy. Yeah. <laughs> so That's the story topic. I wanted to tell before and I'll, okay, we can end this on this. During a time frame where uh, we were staying down in, in Miami we were down there visiting a boy of ours who played for the Heat. We used to we were staying primarily at this uh, Marriott Residence Inn down in Coconut, Coconut Grove. Grove. So we was Ooh. living the high life down there at Ballin'. So I remember one time, I don't know if you was you were, you weren't around at the time, Lee. I had walked in and Trick Daddy was in the in the hotel. No, I wasn't there. I actually saw him in the same lobby, saw him make contact, he looked a little frazzled, gave up, went up to him, gave him a dap, you know what I mean? Yo, Trick man, much respect, man, yo, your city's on fire. Yeah. Yo, I love the music, big fan. Automatically could tell the New York accent. I'm like, what are you doing? Where you what, what are you at? And I said, no, I'm just in the hotel, it's coming back. Yo, you need to come up to my room. We having a party. Now, who the fuck gonna turn down an invitation oh, for Trick Daddy? I never heard this story. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I think you did. I think you did. You just don't remember. Okay. We got so fucked up during the time. <laughs> so, follow him up. We go upstairs, third floor. Go outside. Once we get off on the landing, now the hotel we were staying in, they had an open balcony. So the open balcony would overlook into like the pool area. We get off on the elevator. You can see the balconies popping. It had to be at least 20, 25 people outside. Go inside. Trick telling him I got New York with me People showing love yeah. You go inside the hotel room The shit was a straight porno set mm. Mm. There had to be at least 15 chicks in there Half of them were getting down with themselves <laughs> The other half was getting down with each other It was literally like If Sodom and Gomorrah was a place <laughs> It was that hotel room It was room. that hotel room and like it was just too crazy because then for me the real hood Miami dudes was there like Trick and they were doing that ogling thing where they were just sitting there watching you could yeah. see them drinking the they, 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 they gold is on yeah, and they yeah. mind their red eyes they, they brain going somewhere else I'm sitting there going you know what time to go yeah this ain't for me Trick yo yeah. appreciate the love fam man. You <laughs> know time I mean? to go I gotta go I got some work to do man I'm out cause the second you start talking you know what I mean oh he's not from here it's a wrap he got this dude he ain't got no backup You know what I mean It's a wrap Yeah Yeah But just still though Just the The whole I don't know I guess I guess we all have standards At some point in time yeah. You know what I mean That just was a standard I wasn't willing to cross Yeah I don't Yeah know, I don't 
I'll sell you on that one. For that there, man, we will definitely wrap up this dripper topic yeah, on yeah. that note. And let's get to our next topic, the one. Does it exist? So, Brian, I'm going to let you start this one off. What do you think about the whole concept of the one? I do believe that there is somebody for everybody out there. Um, I just think it, it comes to a point in time where you have to be at whole with yourself. If you can find a way to love yourself and know everything about yourself, I think that's the only true way that you can actually go about loving somebody else truly, truly. If you don't know who you are, it's hard to sit there and say you could love somebody else to death because you don't know how to even love yourself. I think if you come to a place in time where you're at that that road, that crossroad where you know that you can, you know, uh, love somebody totally and unconditionally and that person can do it back onto you, I think it's possible. Is it is it common? No. Because usually the one, in my opinion, is like finding lightning, capturing lightning in a bottle. It doesn't happen often. I've, we own a nightlife spot You know what I mean Yeah I, I, I've, I've, I've heard the stories mm. From Dozens If not Maybe even hundreds Of stories From people You know On top of my own experiences With people I know too And You listen You don't find too many Of these victory stories With finding the one um, That's a that, 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 That's a A situation To circumstance Where Again it goes to Some of the things We had mentioned before Where you know, are you at a place in your life to yeah. be able to, you know, receive that? Receive that. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that go into this. It's, it's not cut and dry. I do believe it, is, it, it does exist because I think there is something or someone for everyone. But I just don't think it's that easy to find if you're not true with yourself. Malachi, what you think? So, I spoke earlier about, you know, when I said that you know, Dr. Keenan's quote about, you know, having baggage and finding someone who's willing to unpack it but the truth is especially now in the, in the times we live where therapy is like big right now especially us you know in, in the black community I think you should be able to I right, put it like this you should get you should get rid of that baggage before you bring that into a relationship that's how I think it should happen because now you're bringing your baggage essentially, essentially work on yourself Work on yourself first Because you're bringing that baggage And you're putting that on someone else So immediately the relationship or the marriage Is starting off on a bad foot Strain There's a strain Because yeah. now you have to try to Work with this person And help them get rid of this baggage And a lot of times it's usually not one person It's usually two people And maybe that's the attraction Is that you both know that you have this baggage And these issues And you're trying to work it out together But being older now, being married, and with all this, you know, this knowledge out there and just, you know, with uh, podcasts such as, you know, like, like we have where they concentrate on relationships and how to, you know, work on yourself. So, again, I have a friend who I tell him all the time. Again, he's the same person who's like, oh, man, oh, I'm so jealous of you, man. You're so you happily married. I'm like, whoever said I'm happily married? Married, Marriage is, is it's a job. It's a, it's a job. You have to work at it. In my opinion, no marriage. I hate these... Especially these reality shows where they show like these people living this great life and their marriage is great. That's all bullshit. If anybody that's not married, that's bullshit. There, there's no such thing as this perfect marriage. Now, going to the topic, can you find the one? Yes, I believe you can find the one. Is is it? Are, are, are the numbers in your favor? No, because again, you've, I've seen people who've come into marriages and they were great for the first two or three years, and then next thing you know, they're divorced after that. So. 
to answer the question, yes, there is the one, but it takes a lot of work to 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 have a relationship or a marriage where it's gonna exist. So I have I have a friend. I see him on. I haven't seen him in person in years, but I see him on Facebook, and he's always touting like, "Oh, I'm so happily married. I love my wife. Like everything is about his wife." And then I'm just like. Sometimes, at times I'm like Damn that dude is lucky He found the one But in my head I'm like Yeah I think that's bullshit I think He's trying too hard He's trying too hard I'm like come on dude Like nobody Like you're for, not in bliss like that first of, first of all Unless you're in the honeymoon stage still No they've been married The same Almost the same amount of time as me so, But here's the thing though Yeah Like Social media Is And we a, had an episode on this Yeah we Yes we did Check season one Smoke and mirrors Smoke and mirrors It's It's all bullshit because nobody talks I shouldn't say nobody Rarely People talk about The bad times mm-hmm. They only want to chime in When it's something positive So because They're only chiming in When something's positive So let's say Hypothetically speaking People post something Three times a week Maybe four Seven days in a week Those other three days They didn't post something Because nothing Good was happening <laughs> yeah, that's, So that's Looking true. at it From a perspective of I'm just going by What they post on social media of course their life seems like it's perfect Because they're only posting the stuff that makes them look yeah. like they're in this wonderful yeah, world life correct. Usually yeah. when I see those posts though And, and, and this is the part that distraught, I'm, I'm really distraught about Usually that post will come out when either the wife surprised the husband Or the husband surprised the wife <laughs> yeah. for like a trip yeah, You know yeah. there's somewhere that's beautiful and it's great And it's all oh, my husband is the best, my wife is the best But I rarely see like a post where I had a long day and my wife made me a cup of tea and I'm posting that saying, yo, this is the greatest person out there for me. She's here at this this moment or, or this is the, you know, my husband. Facts. Doing the same thing. You don't see those posts. Yeah. You only see people gloat when it's monetary issues that are involved or, yeah. or yeah. things that are, you know, either bra- so Some grand gesture. Correct. Yeah. So, I don't take those people too serious because no, you're, you're only celebrating the good yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's not, not really, it's, about. it's not about that. It's actually more about the bad because if you can persevere through that. Correct. That's what means, that means you have a, a strong relationship. Correct. So I'm going to fuck y'all up real quick. So the question is, does it exist? And this is coming from a person that's married. I know I've only been married six months, but I've been with my wife for six years. I don't believe there's a one. There isn't. Because the amount of people on this planet, we were talking about it before, it's 7 billion? Yeah, we're up there. So I think you'll find somebody that you connect with on a very, very high spiritual level, and that person can be the person for you, but I don't believe that is the only person for you. No, because we, you're growing, though, constantly still. You're, you're constantly growing. Not only that, though, but I don't care... You could be one of the most popular people on the planet. Let, let, let's say, let's let's take um, Barack Obama, mm-hmm. arguably the most famous person on the planet right now. Yeah, he's arguably known on any, any continent. Yeah, ar- arguably, right? So, even somebody like that has only met but so many people, and their interact and his interaction with those people, for the most part gonna be probably brief so to say that there's just this one person amongst literally billions would it be billions of people i don't think there's a one i think if you're lucky you find one of them 
But to say that there's just this one person, mm-hmm. nah, not yeah. buying it. And speaking about Barack, I mean, everybody looked at you know him and Michelle, and oh, they're so great, they're so beautiful. I liked when they used to have interviews and they would talk about the issues that they had. Like they, everything wasn't always peaches, you know, roses and everything. It was no, we struggled. You know, he, he there was things that he did that pissed me off, and like I appreciated that because they weren't they weren't being phony. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. they understood that. Things weren't always great, you know. What I mean, even though in the limelight and they're on camera all the time, it looked like they, they had this perfect relationship. No, the fact that they can talk about how no, we had issues. You know, he pissed me off sometimes. I don't want to be around him. Yeah, she yeah. pissed me off. I, you know, I, I appreciate stuff like you don't see that a lot nowadays. You know what I mean? And then you got Donald J. Well, his, showed, wife, his wife don't want to hold his hand. Who showed us <laughs> the flip side of when you're on camera and you still show like yeah, it's not all. It's not old peaches and cream. Trying like, to hold his hand, she's like, "Get off of me!" Like, like, fuck away from me! Get off! Like, what, 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 what looks you be giving him? Like, yeah. can't believe I'm with still with this motherfucker. Yeah. Do I have to sleep yeah. in a bed with him tonight. Oh, I doubt that they slept in. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so. But I mean, that's a great way to tie it in, Conway. And it kind of goes to it kind of goes to what I was saying before. Brother, my name is Conrad. Conrad. I don't, know, I don't know who you're talking about. My bad. It's the it's the green, the Glenwood whiskey that's kicking in right now. And it's in your. Shout out to these dudes, these four brothers. These brothers, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Yeah. Who did this 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 whiskey, man. This is like normally, like I said before, scotch, rye whiskey, bourbon. That's our lane. We don't do Jack Daniels, we don't do Jim Bean, we don't no. do um Johnny Walker. High end scotch, bourbons and ryes. It's it's been a very, 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 very long time. Since I was drinking just straight whiskey, yeah, and the fact that we're drinking it neat, yeah. And for those that don't don't know what neat means, it means no ice, room no mixers, yep. room temperature. It's it's pretty smooth. Two finger pour. Yeah, it's pretty smooth. So this whole the one, right? I think it comes down to. A certain level of understanding in life overall where you and this individual are willing to cross different barriers through the different phases in your life that can go to many levels that's not just normal talking and understanding that can go as deep as even opening up your marriage to bring in new things to try to keep things going or new people exactly i'm just being for real open marriages is a thing out here man no it really is and i'm not saying it's right or wrong no but who are we to judge because there is no right or wrong it's whatever works for you if the two people are fine with that situation then that's what they're fine with talking about strip clubs there's couples that like to go to strip clubs absolutely i know i know i know couples that do that i've been to strip club with my wife it's facts i've done the same same thing in the back in the the heyday i definitely have but the truth is though that you have to have someone that's willing to grow and if that person's willing to grow with you and you can sit back and say that throughout the years as you've grown as an individual you might be able to turn around and say yeah you know what i found that one you know what i mean but it, it goes to a tremendous level of understanding a lot of sacrifice a lot of growth and usually it doesn't work in the benefit yeah you know, so of people i was just about to say don't get caught up in these rom-coms or these these fantasy 
on TV or in movie relationships, yo. That's not real life. All bullshit. That is complete and total bullshit. Like Malachi said earlier, it's a job. You have to work at it. Yes. Like, don't get it twisted. It's not going to all be honeymoon phase all the way through. There's going to be times you look at that significant other and be like, I can't stand the sound of your motherfucking voice right <laughs> Man, I can't stand you breathing right now. Like, I don't want to hear you breathing. Get away from me. I don't it's like, true. I don't like your face right now. Yeah, your face. Your stupid face. Fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true, though, man. Uh, but listen, I do believe, though, that I think you articulated it perfectly. It's a series of ones. Because I don't think there is... Just the one. Just the one. Yeah, I don't. Way too many people. Way too many people on this planet. So, with that, we're going to get into our closeout segment that we call What You Rocking With. Malachi, I'm going to start with you. What you rocking with this week? Well, before you do, just keep it funky. I'm going to give a little brief intermission between this one, too. I hope y'all, what y'all rocking with stayed on topic. I'm curious to hear what y'all rock oh, with. Mine definitely did. All right, so oh, mine did. All right, so it's okay though. So we're gonna. Malachi tap always goes left with his. Uh, you know, I always go left. Straight left. Living in a dream, man. Writing his own rules, <laughs> doing what he wants to do when he do. So this is our what you're rocking with segment. So I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna keep it here. Keep it right here in these these walls right here. I'm rocking with our customer base. I don't know what it's been lately, what is, you know, what's going on lately, but shout out to all our customers here at Smoking Ashes and Teenage. Like, it's, it's, I mean, I know we've all, in, in certain stages, like, really just sat back and like, wow, we got, we got a spot here. Like, people, so I'll, I'll tell a quick story. I had a brother come up to me, literally, like, about a week ago, and he walked in. i never seen him before. He was with a friend of somebody we knew. Came in and like sat down, whatever. Within a half an hour, he came over to me and he just starts talking. He's like, "Brother, you don't know me. You're gonna get to know me. I just moved out here. I've been out here for a little while." He's like, "I don't even smoke cigars." He's like, "My brother was a, you know, was a big cigar smoker. You know, he went to this place and you know, come to find out, I knew the the lounge that his brother used to go to. And he's like, "Yo, as soon as I walked in this place, like I felt this energy." Like this love, you know. What I mean, like I felt like literally as soon as I walked in the door, and then, you know, I sat down, and everybody was you know, introducing himself, and brothers was like, "Hey, how you doing?" Everybody, t- he's like, "I don't really smoke cigars." He's like, "But my brother was a cigar smoker. My brother passed away last year from COVID." Wow. I'm like, and then he starts talking to me, and he stops, and this is a big dude from, and then he like, he, I don't know why, I didn't, I had to tell him like, dude, don't do that, but he's like, yo, I'm from Brooklyn, dude, I ain't soft, but you know. Getting emotional right now, and the dude, like his eyes were watering. Started tearing up. He was tearing up, and he's like, "Yo, y'all have something here, man. Like, I, I love shit like this, man. He's like, yo, don't stop what y'all doing. You're gonna see me more often." He's like, "I felt my brother's presence when I walked in here, and I'm gonna start smoking cigars because of this place right here." I was like, "Oh, like I got emotional a little, you know?" What I'm, I'm like, "Damn, like wow." So I say all to say, dude, I'm rocking just with smoking ashes, 200 wall ring, Tina. We have a spot here. If you haven't been here, come here. Come through. Come through. If you want an experience. You want an experience. Yeah, you're you're going to get love. Yourself. You're going to yeah. get love here. Everybody is Everybody is hospitable. Everybody comes here to have a good time. DJs are top notch. Meet people. And you're going to, just like that brother, I, 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 
kid you not, you're gonna come in here and you're gonna at least feel that same type of experience. So I'm just rocking with our smoking ashes customers, man. I, like I love y'all. Thank you. Man. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. I take that one. Without you, there is no us. Yes, Facts, sir. man. We said that a lot. Yeah. We said that on air a lot of times. Yeah, too. man. Yes. Brian, what you rocking with this week? Uh, so we're staying on topic, man. Listen, I'm just gonna just get right to it. Big shout out to all the outlets out there for both men and women, but predominantly women utilize these. I want to give a big shout out to OnlyFans. I had to let that one ride out. I feel some kind of way because I've never experienced OnlyFans, but go ahead. Here's the reason why I say that. We had gone through a pandemic. So you had multiple people in the industry that could not perform anymore in person because COVID did stop that. Outlets like OnlyFans and, you know, soon to be other platforms to come out will you know uh always fill the void of something that's missing yeah this only fans platform and there's a couple of them that are like that they just gave women and men another outlet to make bread without actually having to have that physical contact yeah true you know what i mean true. so there's no more sweaty uh guys ogling over you you know and and then and, you know being the creep the creep in the corner you know they're they're doing it now online. They can choose how they want to shut things off and whatever own, they want to in show. Their own space and, in their and home. yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, again, just just keeping it real simple. Just big shout out to all those platforms that gave people an outlet during tough times to maintain money coming through and still providing a service. So yeah, you know, big shout out to the online world and OnlyFans. So on that note, there, Conrad, please tell us what are you rocking with. So. Crazy shout out to all the women with natural bodies. Oh, yeah. So, I'm not a big Instagram dude. I got into it once we opened this spot up because I'm like, you know, we got to promote. You know what I'm saying? So, my Instagram is all about promoting. My law firm is all about promoting Smoking Ashes. And being on Instagram, you see all of these Instagram models with lipo and ribs removed and like curves and you name and, it it's done and contours that are just, you're just like this is not shout out to dr natural <laughs> miami cali the, the doctors DR, of dr brazil brazil so like i'm just like yo that like look it's your body do what you want with it but just because it's your body you can do what you want with it doesn't mean everybody has to like it or appreciate it so i'm rocking with all the beautiful women out there who have natural bodies whether that be you're working out whether that be you eating white castles at two o'clock in the morning whatever your body is like shout out to the women with all the natural bodies yeah we love you big up big up man and that's what i am rocking with this week and thank y'all yeah for rocking with us and this was uh the last call and uh until next time Cheers and salute. Cheers. And chill to the next episode. Peace. We out. You have just listened to the SNA Live experience. We want to thank you for tuning in with us. We'll be back with another episode.